Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. We are celebrating family farm and homesteads statewide that have been in the family for 100 or 150 years Joining us with another story is Patricia Kelm and her two sons, Mike and Brian Kelm, of Marquette County. It's been in the family 100 years. How was it acquired? How was it built? It was originally owned by another family, but my uh, husband's grandfather bought it, Herman Kelm, uh, in 1921. Was it a dairy farm? Um, it, was it, it was a dairy farm. Um, it's got woods in it also, and it's a 150-acre farm, 160-acre. Is it still, is it a dairy farm today? No. It's, we have renters that plant the crops, corn crops, and, and they hunt in the woods. It was farmed with horses up until 1959. I think that's when they got the first tractor. And we still have that tractor still being used yet to uh, to till the small portions that we do till. There were horses. There were, yep. When uh, Richard retired from dairy farming, at that point he was still sending to the factory in cans. It never was changed to a pipeline. And he retired from milking in the mid-'80s. He, Richard was the um, owner previous to... Richard and uh, uh, um, Pat and Robert. So uh, this is Brian Kelm. Mike, Mike is my brother. Both of us worked our high school years in the summer at the farm. That was uh, a rite of passage. We would be thir- uh, no, we would be fourth generation. Fourth gen- we would have been fourth generation. We, we're just uh, we're visiting. <laughs> yeah, we maintain. We do we do the lawn. <laughs> Now there's several other generations. Um, there's a fifth and sixth generation in the family now. Yeah. Do you do you anticipate those generations to go back to farming at all? We can only wish, but in today's economy, it's it's hard to go back to farming once you've stopped. So it's it's an incredible journey just to go as far as it's gone. So I don't know. I I guess we are just hoping that it can continue. So 1921, that was before the Great Depression. I mean, how did the farm make it stay in the family through all of that? By hard work, I think. (laughs) A lot of hard work. Do you remember any stories of maybe what it was like? A number of stories. um, And I... And I don't know the validity of all of them, you know, because, you know, their stories passed down through generations. Um, when the farm was acquired, I was told that everybody thought the farm property was cursed because it was called Starvation Acres. Um, there was some families that had starved to death trying to make a living on that farm. And, and then when the Kelms acquired it, um, you know, a lot of people thought that was going to be another family that was not going to make it. And so it, it is. It is kind of a, a miracle that, that, that things kept going as long as it did. Um, lots of stories about uh, there's a marsh, a lowland area on the farm, and a lot of uh, marsh hay being uh, harvested and stuff and topping off the, uh, the, the actual good forage hay um, to weather it uh, properly throughout the, the seasons because there wasn't buildings to hold everything. Um, 
yeah, a lot of, like I say, a lot of hard work going on. Uh, stories about uh, my my great uncle uh, Harry uh, literally taking a pair of horseshoes and pulling them apart with his bare hands you know, uh, because he saw it happen at an, an amusement show and he was showing his brother. The guy grabbed it like this and he pulled like that and he actually pulled it apart and everybody's jaw just kind of dropped. So these guys were very strong, stocky German descendants um, that had worked extremely hard all of their life. Now there is talk of, um, you know, when, if you remember when the farm first got electricity or plumbing, and I don't know if you have any stories for us. The electricity was put into the farm in the mid-50s, and uh, that's when they got the first milking machines, um, lights in the barn, and, and great-grandpa would still take his lantern out there because he didn't trust that newfangled electric stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, and then the, uh, the plumbing, the well was drilled and the plumbing was put in the house in 1957 when Richard and Viola got married because that was the that was the wedding present from great grandpa to his son Richard his, his new daughter-in-law wasn't going to have to go out and use the outhouse so all the rest of us had to go use the outhouse because that was Viola's the original well was was windmill wind driven you know for the pump and then after they got the electricity on the farm he actually bought a motor to drive that same the same pump the same mechanical you know pump that the windmill drove and uh, I remember my great uncle saying he thought he had the tiger by the tail when he got that because it was so nice to not have to pump by hand when the wind wasn't blowing and yep. <laughs> they could just turn a switch on and it would it would actually they would actually have water for the cattle and stuff instead of all the rainwater funneling off into the thing so yeah looking ahead in the into the future is it important to keep this land in the family it is important I don't know what we're going to do when I die. Uh, what does it mean to accept this award today? A hundred years of the same land being in the Kelm family. It means a lot. It means a lot, yeah. <laughs> For this, you guys. This was my dad's dream to, to, to yes. get to this hundred year award. Uh, unfortunately, he passed last August and uh, we're, we made sure that we're going to con continue this to, to finish his dream. So... It wasn't just his dream, it was his brothers and sisters' dreams dreams as well because they all too wanted to see it stay in the family name as well. Um, so when, it, when uh, my great uncle Richard had passed um, and the farm had to change hands, you know, he was either going to stay in the family or it was going to get sold. And the efforts were made, everybody collectively, to keep it in the family name. And so things were auctioned off, things were you know, sold, some things were sold off just to try and hang in there and maintain it. And so it was a pretty big undertaking, but it was all well worth it, you know, to, to see it stay. And now, you know, you hit that 100-year mark. So Again, that was Patricia Kelm sharing the mic with her sons, Mike and Brian. The Kelm family of Marquette County is one of those being honored for having the farm in the family for 100 years. We are sharing these centennial and sesquicentennial stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are courtesy of Compere Financial. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.